So here we go. You better buckle up, Buttercup. And a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. You know, two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. Who the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. Coming to you live from the corner of 6th and Market, downtown Canton, 51 degrees, and having more fun than a Super Bowl commercial, it's the Kenny and JT Show. They were good yesterday, man. I liked a lot of the commercials. I don't know about you, but uh, I thought they were a lot better than the halftime show. I wasn't real big mm-hmm. on the halftime show. I know it got good reviews Mixed. with the younger generation, right? And she revealed she's pregnant, Rihanna, which is fantastic, I guess, uh, you know, for her. But uh, I thought the commercials were much better than the halftime show, and the game was great until the anticlimactic mm-hmm. field goal to win the game after the, the penalty that was called late. It's in the unfortunate game. that a pen- penalty uh, – basically dictates the outcome of the game. Now, we remember there was still about a minute and a half. It would have been interesting to see if the Eagles would have had a chance to maybe drive down, get the tying score, or whatever. They don't get that opportunity because they call that uh, questionable at best holding call. Look, is it holding? Yeah, I guess it is. Did it really have anything to do with that play? I don't think so. JT, here's what bothered me about the call, okay? And the the player who did it for the Eagles said, yeah, I I grabbed his jersey. I was hoping they wouldn't see it. So he owned up to it afterwards, which makes the ref look good in that situation. But do you realize that the Chiefs did not have one penalty called on them the entire second half? Mm. Not one. Yeah, they had, I think, maybe only a couple anyway. They they jumped they outside one time. Yeah. The, the problem with that game is the fact that it, does it dictate the outcome? Yes and no. But the problem yeah. is this. You want to stop the team? How about you don't let them get into the red zone? There you go. Yeah. I mean, you, you could point the finger Where at the Eagles. Where was that defense? Right. The vaunted pass rush. Right. They barely touched him. Mm-hmm. You know, give credit to the offense. If you, I know Mahomes won the you know MVP award. You want to give the MVP award out, you could have arguably said, you know what, we'll cut it into five pieces and we'll give it to those offensive linemen who protected that kid with a bad ankle and allowed him to still, uh, you know, throw for almost 200 yards. Bad ankle, my butt. You know, when I watched this game, and I thought the same thing against the the Bengals, they couldn't get to him, and he was a lot worse in that game, even though he got banged up before halftime yesterday. That offensive line kept his jersey clean last week or two weeks ago against Cincinnati. They did it again, and you're right. I agree with you. The Kansas City offensive line was good, and the Kansas City defense, it's hard to say a defense played good, uh, especially when you give up 35 points, but when it mattered, they held. They did, and, and you think about it, they a scoop and score, right? Uh, they get seven points for themselves right there. Uh, you hold them to a field goal a couple of times. so couple uh, of three you know, and you, out, too, in the second yeah. half. So, I mean, they, they only gave up 11 points in the second half, uh, the defense. Uh, and the offense scored every time mm-hmm. they had the ball in the mm-hmm. second half for the Chiefs. Three TDs in that field. Goal. You know what this game reminds me of? And, and obviously I had the wrong side. Just like a lot of other people went with the favorite, me being Mr. Contrarian, did not take my own advice. And I should have. <laughs> when you think about this now, and it's always easy to second guess when you lose when you're on the wrong right. side. If I would right. have had the winning horse, I would have won the Kentucky Derby, right? The thing is this, when you think about the way this thing breaks down, and we saw this just a few short years ago when the Rams played the New England Patriots, and we had a coach that was there for the first time versus Bill Belichick. Well, guess what? You had the same situation yesterday. Don't ever second-guess Andy Reid, especially against a rookie head coach. And by rookie, I mean first time in a Super Bowl. 
Right. Well, JT, that's a fantastic point. And I also want to point the finger at one Peyton Manning who said, oh, there are no halftime adjustments. Bull crap, there are no halftime adjustments. That's in a regular game. That's in a regular yeah, game. Come on Half, now. Hold, let me finish. The, the halftime normally is about 15 minutes long, but yesterday in a Super Bowl, there's 30 minutes. There's a lot more going on than just going to the bathroom and eating a few oranges. And the coaching staff knows something's going to be open, something's going to give. And you saw the momentum shift right before halftime anyway. But, yeah, they make some adjustments. The coaching staff makes adjustments. Players, maybe not so much. Yeah, but the two adjustments went for touchdowns. The two plays that went for uh, passing touchdowns late in that game, the execution, and and I read a a bunch of uh, comments from the coaches in that. They said they saw something in the first half where Mm -hmm. if they went motion, uh, they felt the Eagles yeah. would think it was a jet sweep motion and they would be going full bore across the you know the side. And then they, they stop on a dime and come back to the right for a touchdown. Then they go left, mm-hmm. come back to the left. And next thing you know, there's two touchdowns off of motion plays yeah. that were walk-in touchdowns. You could have scored those. No, the walk-in touchdowns amazing to me, especially in this time and day and age in, in this type of football. You're not in man coverage on the goal line. And you're right. Each time there wasn't even a different color jersey in the scene. I don't understand what these coaches do. They outthink themselves sometimes. For me, I'm going man-to-man. Let's just go man-to-man. I've yep. got a quarterback that can't really run, even though he did, right? Yeah, on that again. last drive, I mean, he took off on a scramble. I'm thinking, wait a minute. He's supposed to have a busted up. Ah, what the heck? I lost anyway. Ah, who cares? <laughs> Not going to second-guess well, it anymore. You know, you look at this guy and say, when he went down at the end of the first half, I thought, ball game, it's over. Came well, back like nothing Eagles. happened. Maybe the Eagles did, too, thinking they were all that in a bag of chips, right? Up 24-14 at halftime, and he got a bum ankle. We'll stop him on that first series. We'll go down and score, and and this thing will be – and you mentioned uh, the coaching. Andy Reid outcoached Sirianni, no question about it. And that was similar to, remember, the Belichick – um, what's the guy from uh, the Rams? What's his name? We just talked about it. You know what it reminded me of, though, Kenny? It reminds me of – when Jim Tressel would have a month off to prepare for somebody in a playoff game or a national championship game, and usually he'd have his way because he's a great tactician. Yeah. And that's the difference between the Super Bowl having two weeks off and having one week off. And whether or not they made halftime adjustments or whether or not they were just fully prepared for this game, embracing the fact that they're an underdog, Andy Reid coached circles around the younger Sirianni. He just did. The question that's being thrown around on social media today is this. Did the Kansas City Chiefs play a perfect second half? Well, offensively, yes. Four touches, four scores. Three touchdowns and a field goal. And the only reason the last one was a field goal is that's all they needed to win the game, right? So offensively, perfect. Penalties, none on offense, none on defense, none on special teams in the second half. Oh, special teams. Longest punt return in Super Bowl history, 65 yeah, yards on a poor low line drive kick mm-hmm. by the special teams of Philadelphia. So bad special teams play on one end, great special teams play mm-hmm. on on the other, sets up an easy touchdown on one of those passes you we said, talked uh, about. four score. I had to check my calendar to see if today was President's Day. That's not till <laughs> next Monday. No, it's National Radio Day today. It Did is? you know that? No. Yes. 
National Radio Day is today. We'll talk more about that a little bit later on. That's our, our We have two special <laughs> days we're celebrating today. National Radio Day and mm. get a different name day. Well, and we'll ask you later in the show what you want to change your name to. I got a name day. This day should be a holiday. The day after the Super Bowl, everybody keeps talking about it should be a holiday. Either Super Bowl Sunday is a holiday or the day after is a holiday. Give us one of them. I want both. I want both. It's like a, an extra long weekend. You get uh, you're you're done Friday. And you don't work Saturday. You don't work Sunday. You don't work Monday. You get three days of bliss to eat pizza and wings and Doritos and chips and drink your um, your favorite beer. And we'll get to some of the beer commercials coming up here in a little bit. And to gamble, we got to talk more about gambling. No, later. I'm not I- talking about any more losers. Nobody cares that you want. You know, the one thing people don't like about gambling is yep. braggadacious winners. We don't care that you won. I lost. Here's what you missed over the weekend. <laughs> How do you like that? Did you miss again? Yeah. Here are the weekend headlines that you have missed. 38-35 is the final of Super Bowl 57. Patrick Mahomes able to follow up the 2022 MVP award with another Super Bowl MVP. More than 208 million people watched last year's Super Bowl. Numbers aren't in yet for yesterday. I bet it's more than that because it was the two best teams and Rihanna was playing at halftime if you like her. If you missed it over the weekend, top five movies at the box office look like Ooh. this. Puss in Boots, Last Wish is at number five. 80 for Brady. Now you know why they released it during the Super Bowl. Came in at sure, number smart. four. Number three, a re-release 25 years later. Titanic is in the top five. Number two what? movie, Avatar The Way of Water. And that gives us... A new number one this week at the box wow. office. What is it? Magic Mike's Last Dance brought in eight point two million. He's That's a stripper. Not a lot of money. He's a stripper. He's a stripper. Yeah, yeah. He's we a stripper. Go watch that. Uh, well, the, the women. You, you the put women out a movie, out right? You put out a movie with a male dancer. Yeah. The women will go watch Magic Mike. The guys stay home and watch the Super Bowl. Perfect. Good, smart marketing. If you miss the Cavaliers win their fifth straight, and for the first time since 2010 in New Orleans, Friday night, final score there, 118 to 107. Make it six in a row the following night, Saturday versus Chicago with a great win. Each one seems better than the last. Cavaliers only score 14 points in the second quarter. Come back to beat Chicago. Jared Allen's fourth straight game of 20 or more points. Cavaliers win that game 97-89. Cleveland has sold out all 30 home games so far this season. And speaking of home games, only 10 regular season home games remaining. Cavaliers record right now 37-22. and 22. And the Cavaliers tonight will take on the San Antonio Spurs at If you missed it, after finalizing a contract buyout, three-time championship guard Danny Green agreed to the Cavaliers' $2 million contract. He will be a Cavalier for the remainder of the season. Yeah, nice uh, added bonus he gets there on top of whatever he made with the Memphis Grizzlies. Right. If you missed it, Zion Williamson of the Pelicans re-aggravated his hamstring injury. Will miss several more weeks. Hasn't played since January 2nd. Apparently had a setback during a workout last week. That dude can't stay healthy, man. Nope. And he just didn't he just get a new contract too, or they re-upped him know. or whatever it is. My goodness. Speaking of contracts, if you miss it, James Harden said. I don't look like the crazy one now for leaving the big three of Durant, Irving, and himself in Brooklyn. The Nets' big three only played 16 games together, going 13-3 and three over that stretch. Imagine if they could have stuck together, been healthy, and, and played it out. What might have happened there Can't. in Brooklyn? Can't imagine know. that. Never know. Because it would never happen. If you missed it, Ohio State Buckeyes men's hoops. 
have lost six in a row and 11 of the Ugh. last 12. Blown out at home yesterday by Michigan State. Buckeyes were favored in this game. They lose 62-41. to 41. OSU is now 11-14. and 3-11 in the Big Ten. Did you, did you see uh, uh, Chris Holtman got tossed out of one of those games? That was last he, week against Wisconsin. He stinks. Yeah, you know, it wasn't why he was upset. It's the seat's really hot. He can't sit down. He's jumping up and down because the seat's so hot in Columbus. If you missed it, Major League Baseball's extra innings tiebreaker rule, which is the runner automatically placed at second base to begin extra innings, is now a permanent rule. They voted on that now. With the exception of the postseason, we will have the ghost runner in extra innings again. I like it. Uh, you know what? I'm fine during the regular season, just like what hockey does during the regular season with some of their overtime why stuff. Not? I'm okay with it. If you missed it, here's Brian with the high school hoop scores over the weekend. And we'll start Friday night. Jackson handled McKinley pretty well, 70-51. to 51. Polar Ouch. Bears cruise. And then uh, Green gets a, a couple of free throws with seconds left to beat. Glen Oak, 50-49. Jackson Ouch. and Green are your co-Federal League champs for the year. Uh, Perry gets a good late-season win, 42-37 over Hoover. Central Catholic, 55-37 over Lake. Louisville, another 82 wow. points. Leopards beat Northwest, 82-60. to 60. Akron East pounds Canton South, 72-41. It was uh, Garraway beating Fairless, uh, 61-36. How about a couple of double overtime thrillers Ooh. Friday night? Uh, Garfield beat Marlington, 72-69. And Minerva beat East Canton, 64-56. Just a few games on Saturday. McKinley lost again. Uh, to Worthington, 67-51. Maslin beat Glen Oak, 80-73. Josh Ho's coming up later today. Glen Oak struggling heading into the playoffs. Malvern huh. beats Sandy Valley, 64-51. And just real quick, uh, other league champions in the EBC, Carrollton and Alliance, co-champs in the Pac-7. CBCA ran the table, and they win the Pac-7. And... The aforementioned Cardinals of Sandy Valley win the IBC South, their first league title Frank. in 18 years. Frank Solano was a junior. Congratulations. Wow. Did you say that man. Perry beat Hoover? They sure did, PTO. My goodness. How about that, man? Good for them. And Glen Oak struggling. You know what? I, I thought if we were able to wager on high school basketball, when you lose a tough game like that Friday night and you lose the Federal League by one point the way they did, I would have taken whoever played Glen Oak the next day as well, man. You are really – they got you now. They got you. <laughs> yeah. hey, Talking about uh, betting on high school games now. It, hey, give it time. Uh, it wasn't all, uh, you know, uh, dollar signs and roses for me over the weekend. When we come back, JT, I'm going to tell you about a, uh, a four-leg parlay that kicked my ass over the weekend, uh, and when you hear that, you you won't be thinking I'm uh, you know feeling great. Well, it's about gonna the make Super me Bowl. feel better because I lost too. Yes, yeah, we'll 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 uh, share our misery together. All right, now we'll tell you what that is when we come back. It's Kenny and JT on WHBC.